welcome to the latest edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we are going to be looking at the case of Candy Limited and Crumpler. The citation for this case is 2022 UKSC 35. And this case that we're looking at this week is concerned with the rights of legal firms once their client goes into liquidation. Candy is the law firm in question, and they acted for a company called Peak Hotels and Resorts Limited between April 2014 and March 2016 on a number of matters. Back in October 2015, Peak Hotels entered into a fixed fee arrangement with Candy, whereby the law firm would continue to act for the company in return for a fixed fee. That fixed fee did not need to be paid until the conclusion of a certain action in the High Court, Peak Hotels receiving funds or the company entering into an insolvency process. On top of the fixed fee arrangement, a deed of charge was also entered into which gave Candy a floating charge over the assets of Peak Hotels. You can probably guess where this is going as the company went under and in February 2016 the other party to this case, Crumpler, were appointed as liquidators. Of course, this also meant that the fixed fee became payable. A month later, the action in the High Court was settled before it went to trial, and so Candy was disinstructed by the liquidators. Candy argued that payment of their fees should take priority compared to the sums payable to other creditors and asserted an equitable lien over the High Court settlement money. That lien is a type of security that seeks to ensure solicitors are paid the proper amount for the successful conduct of litigation after an action concludes. They also argue that the equitable lien should be converted to a charge under Section 73 of the Solicitors Act 1974. Unfortunately for the law firm, the deputy judge in the case held that Candy had waived its right to an equitable lien when it renegotiated its retainer and accepted additional security for its fee. The Court of Appeal agreed with that assessment and so Candy appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. The justices began by noting that whether an equitable lien has been waived or not depends on the intention of the parties. That intention has to be assessed objectively based on all of these surrounding circumstances. Where a firm of solicitors does take additional security, a court should ask to what extent the security is inconsistent with the lien. Another factor is whether the solicitors actually explain to the client that they are reserving their right to a lien. If there is a situation where a law firm takes additional security, which is inconsistent with the lien, and do not explain that the lien is being retained, then it is reasonable for the court to infer that the lien has been surrendered. This is especially the case when solicitors take new security over the same property that the lien would have applied to. If we apply this reasoning to the facts of this case, the fixed fee arrangement and deed of charge form a new security arrangement that is inconsistent with the equitable lien. This is because the deed of charge extends over the same property as the lien, and because the new arrangement expressly confers priority to one of Peak Hotel's backers in the event of insolvency, therefore adjusting the priority amongst creditors. 
Furthermore, the requirement of a law firm to give express notice if they wish to retain the lien is not displaced just because the client obtained independent legal advice. As such, the lien was waived when the parties entered into the new arrangement and the Supreme Court dismissed the appeal. Overall, I think that this is a fair way to approach cases like this. It is important for the functioning of justice that lawyers are able to get paid for the work that they do. If that wasn't possible or was made very difficult, then it would have a negative impact on the justice system by creating uncertainty and disincentivizing the provision of legal representation. However, that equitable lien is not something that lawyers should be able to take advantage of, and this is what Candy is trying to do here. If a firm of solicitors wants to negotiate their own security, then that is their prerogative, but it means they might have to give up other rights in return. At the time of the hearing, an article in the Law Society Gazette suggested that a dismissal of this appeal could mean that solicitors stop acting for cash-strapped clients. The fairly one-sided article went on to suggest that Candy was only protecting itself from the risk of clients who were unable to pay their fees. I think that this is unfair, and it was wrong for the firm to use the reductions in legal aid as a way to justify their argument. Candy saw the writing on the wall for its client and decided to take extra measures to fortify their position. They were entitled to do that, but just because things then didn't work out exactly as they planned doesn't mean that they can fall back on the original yen. It is not even as if other law firms will be affected in the same way because this judgment is simply authority for solicitors making sure that they reserve their rights to an equitable lien. If Candy had done this, then there wouldn't have been an issue. The law firm was trying to have its cake and eat it, and the Supreme Court was right to shut that down. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com for the theme music. This week I also have another podcast recommendation for you. Elijah Granite over at the Legal Style blog has a new podcast called In the Privy Council. If you have come across the Legal Style blog before, then it will not surprise you to learn that the podcast is of an extremely high quality and it covers a range of extremely important and interesting cases that I don't have a chance to get to on this podcast. If you enjoy it, then make sure to give it a rating on your podcatcher of choice so that it gets the recognition that it deserves. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!